0: Well, if you're someone who believes in the saying that good things come in small packages, this is the NBL round for you. Three days, six games, and there are finals implications of plenty. Breakers, Hawks, Bullets, Kings. Is there a miracle for Adelaide and Cairns? And while the top three teams are at least locked away, there's still some shuffling that can be done. We'll hit all of that in the big NBL now, coming right up. Happy Friday. It is the 9th of February, and it is one of my favourite rounds. the Penultimate round of the season. Joel Peterson and Liam Santa Maria with you. Good morning,
1: Liam. Good morning, Joel. Uh, great use of the word penultimate. One of my favourite words. Do
0: good things come in small packages? I don't know. I don't know. Well, oh, we're about to I find f- out. I feel like I feel like they can. I don't feel like it's necessarily true, but I feel like this round is just it's nightly com- nicely compressed. Mm -hmm. It's just sitting there, you can pick it up, you can devour it all in one hit across the course of the weekend and get your fix. Well, there's a
1: lot on the line in a lot of these games.
0: So, they might be
1: congested, it might not be a game, a round that started on a Thursday night and goes deep into the following week. But every single one of these games has
0: big playoff implications. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, let's get stuck into them. And I think there's probably no game that has maybe bigger implications than New Zealand and Illawarra tonight over in New Zealand. So this is the early game. So five thirty Eastern Daylight Time. Um, this is this is a monumental contest in the in the shape of the finals.
1: Yeah, and obviously it's got the drama of the recent Anthony Lamb injury. Uh, some people are in the camp that New Zealand will be. We'll be able to power on. Some people think it's a devastating blow, and we're going to see what that looks like a little bit tonight. And, um, and Illawarra, man, they've been the thorn in in New Zealand's side in, in recent times. Now, you remember when they made the change to Justin Tatum? They bid farewell to Jacob Jacobus. That next first game was in New Zealand, and uh, Tatum led them to victory. I remember my man, AJ Johnson, sliding along the baseline and catching a body and Gary Clark with an emphatic dunk in the last minute to kind of grab that game. And then it was less than two weeks ago uh, where was Anthony Lamb fouled by Justin Robinson going to the rim? The ref said no. I say yes. And that's two wins to the Hawks over the breakers in recent times. Big game tonight and a lot of teams in that playoff run
0: will be watching closely. Yeah, everyone's eyes will be on this one now. Of course, there was a, an, another episode of NBL now during the week that came out on Wednesday that was breaking down with you and Jack. the I guess the permutations and everything that goes into this run home. So so jump in the feed and, and take a listen to that to get you primed for this week and everything that's to come. But the shorthand of it on New Zealand, you're still pretty confident they can get the two wins that they need over the last couple of games? Uh, I am, but uh, I mean, really, a lot of it comes out of this one because
1: New Zealand getting in... Um, They're going to need to knock one of these teams out. Brisbane, maybe they don't go two and zip. Or Illawarra, maybe they don't win a bunch of these final four games. So this is the thing that makes it big for New Zealand is they play the teams that they're trying to knock out. Uh, And it starts tonight
0: against Illawarra. So yeah, it's 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 essentially a playoff game, this one. And the four games to come for Illawarra, I mean, this is a this is a huge weekend for them. You've got at New Zealand, at Sydney, they are 12 and 12. They are in fourth spot. One win would get them very close. Two wins of their last four would just about sew things up. And they start their little run home over two weeks with a very, very tough road double. Yeah, exactly. Both of these games are on the road. So what if they go into New Zealand and lose?
1: And then they've got to back up against Sydney now. Who knows what type of Sydney team we get, but what if we get the high level one that's knocking down shots, fresh legs on their home arena, the crowd gets going, what if Illawarra go 0-2 this week? And now from sitting up there in the top four, now they're staring at this final round uh, thinking, my goodness, we we may
0: all of a sudden miss and Cinderella, midnight might strike walking into the ball and, uh, and just see who's who's on the dance floor. Basically, that would be the scenario. So that is a massive start to this weekend. Then the, the late game tonight is Brisbane and Adelaide, which again is two teams that, you know, Adelaide, and they might still be in the mix. There might still be something there for Adelaide. Brisbane at the moment, they sit in sixth spot, uh, 12 and 14 on the season. The Bullets, they're sliding again. Um, there's been some sunny weather in the last couple of months on Brisbane Island, but now it's that the the sky is being overcast. Maybe there's some petrichor in the air. You can see, you can smell the rain that's that might be starting to fall, Liam. Um, this Bullets team, they've got two games left. Do you think they get there? Oh well, part of me is just
1: hoping so, <laughs> Joel. Um, yeah, you know, because you know I've believed in this team throughout the season. They need to fire up. They, they need to knock down some shots. Last in the league in three-point percentage. It's been their biggest problem all year. Over the course of the season, they've shot sub-30% from three. And then in these last couple of losses against Illawarra, four from 22 against Melbourne, five from 20. Now, if you're shooting 20 25%, you're not going to win in this league from long range. And I'm looking squarely in the direction of Chris Smith. So he's gone 0 for 7 from three-point territory in those two games. He didn't bring it and didn't knock down shots in that crucial last game against Illawarra. And that's what he's here for. Why he's in Australia? Because they knew they needed three-point shooting. They need space for their bigs to operate, for Nathan Sobe to attack the rim. And Chris Smith is supposed to be spreading the floor and knocking down shots. So that will be the telltale thing for me. I think they've got all the pieces and they've got all the tools. So if they're knocking shots down tonight... I think you're going to see them beat
0: Adelaide. If they don't, I think they're going to be done. Adelaide ran into a buzz last time out in the Tassie Jack Jumpers, and and maybe it was a bit of a regression to the mean for them coming off such a, you know, a high octane period of just playing with everything that they had game after game. But there is a glimmer, as the saying goes. You're telling me there's a chance, and for the Adelaide 36ers, if they win this, then things could start to open up for them. Yeah, well, firstly, I think it was probably
1: the travel going down to Tassie last week, so we can forgive them for that. Uh, But but you're right, Joel. Um, You know, I gave the kind of return of the living dead type analogy the other day on the run home. There are a lot of people in Adelaide using the ladder predictor saying, hold on a second here. There's a scenario that could play out. And of course, it it, it, it depends on Adelaide winning. Of course, it, do, it depends on Brisbane losing, and yeah, you know, there's some feeling around that Brisbane are not to be trusted, which is very fair to say, and they're they're operating on a very thin edge right now. And it was, and it requires New Zealand to do some losing as well. So there'll be some cheering for Illawarra taking place. But if those two get results tonight go those ways, if Illawarra wins and Adelaide wins, oh, man. I think we might start to see Scott
0: Ninnis' fingers breaking through the soil. That's uh, and the the good thing about it, if you're a 36ers fan, is at least two of like two of the the outcomes you need to go your way in the run home you control. So you can beat Brisbane and you can beat New Zealand on that final day, and yeah. there's your two wins. And then you just you've got to hope that a few things break your way, but it's. It's far from over for the Sixers. There could yet be a miracle in the city of churches, and that would be yeah. that would be some kind of story.
1: Yeah, they're gonna the, the key one there is they're gonna need Ill, uh, New Zealand to keep you know to do some good solid losing as well. They're gonna need them to go one and three max the rest of the way. So that game Illawarra New Zealand is a is a is a key one for
0: 36ers fans to get their hockey pom poms out as well. Absolutely, yeah, Saturday night. Can basically decide second spot, so that's sort of the the overall theme of, of those couple of games. So Southeast Melbourne and Tassie, Perth and Cairns is the late game. I'm looking forward to being in uh, a stinking hot Perth on Saturday afternoon for that game. It's going to be 41 over there, and that uh, I'm sure that won't deter the Red Army from uh, rolling into RAC Arena. And um, we'll talk about maybe Southeast Melbourne a little bit later on. Um, the Tassie win over Adelaide was hugely impressive. That that sort of sets them up for hopefully some good form over these last couple of rounds, but they can still pile a bit of pressure on this Wildcats team if they keep winning. Yeah, well, for the time being, second spot is still up for grabs.
1: Now, in 12 hours' time after Perth beat Cairns, we won't be able to say that. But if Tassie win and they put a little bit of pressure on, and who knows, man, Cairns come out with nothing to lose and – My man Bobby Clinton starts knocking down three balls and uh, they cause an upset there in RAC Arena. Man, pressure's going to be on Perth because they've got the road double in round 20 and uh, neither of those games are going to be easy. Illawarra and then who knows, that final game against Tassie in Tassie could be for second spot. So I think that there's just a little bit of tension around RAC Arena coming up for Saturday night with everybody feeling like let's just beat the Taipans and lock this
0: thing in. We know that Cairns are capable of doing anything at any time as well. And the Wildcats have lost two of their last three. They've not been hugely convincing. Do you see it as a a big bounce back game for them or is there a bit of a residual concern out of those last two? Man, who knows? You know, like it's so hard to predict. I'm expecting
1: a Perth bounce back. But when does it happen? You know, is it is it? Is it? And when it happens, I think it's going to be emphatic, you know, and they're just going to put the hurt on someone, and that could well be this game against Cairns. Um, but this season and this league did, just delivers unexpected uh, situations uh, all the time.
0: So I give the Taipans every chance of rolling in there and causing an upset. It's going to be good fun on Saturday night. Then we get to Sunday and a couple of other big games. So we see Melbourne United and Sydney for the first time as part of this round. Melbourne back at home to play New Zealand, who they welcome into John Kane Arena coming off a throwdown win that was pretty impressive. And they sort of, as much as the top team can, ride the course, so to speak. Um, and again, you know, they they can completely lock up top spot with a win regardless of, of that result on Saturday in the, the Perth game. And they look like they just started to hit their straps a little bit again against the South East Melbourne Phoenix.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I think that they're, they're good. They're cruising along the rest of the way. I think here in Melbourne getting just getting their ducks in a row for their playoff action. New Zealand will be desperate. That's one thing we know for sure. No matter what happens in their game tonight uh, against Illawarra, so um, man, that that's going to be interesting. Especially if what, what what if New Zealand go two and zip over this week? Now everyone will be talking about. Uh, this team as a group that can really make some significant noise in the postseason, despite the loss of, you know, their
0: their their main guy. there has been a lot of focus on Parker Jackson Cartwright this week, and he's probably going to need a big weekend to uh, to propel them to that kind of thing. And then uh, on the the late game on Sunday, Sydney and Illawarra. As it stands, that is fourth and fifth. Of course, those those uh, that could that could change over the course of the weekend. You know, in the hypothetical that Illawarra loses tonight and we still think 13 wins plus a good percentage gets you in, then Sunday in the freeway series to round out the round could basically be win and you're in. (laughs) Oh, man, it's going to be such
1: a huge game. I love it when what is already a blockbuster matchup because it's, you know, it's one of our key rivalry games. It's in Sydney in front of a big crowd. There's always feeling when it comes to Sydney versus Illawarra. When you combine that, with huge playoff implications, man, I, I'm really looking forward to watching that. I'm going to call the earlier game, then I'm going to kick back and enjoy that four o'clock clash in Sydney on Sunday afternoon because um, that's going to be it's going to be huge. It's going to be hotly contested, and and I wouldn't be surprised with so much
0: on the line if you know there's a little bit of extracurricular activity that takes place. Yeah, I think uh, I think that might be encouraged by both teams at certain points. So that's going to be all kinds of fun those games. Uh, before we get to our weekend headlines, of course, for the teams that and we don't necessarily know who will be eliminated by the end of the round as we stand here at the moment. But there will be some teams who you know are planning an off season trip at the end of this, or they've got players looking for you know where they're headed next. Um, where did team where does the focus start to to shift for teams? Of course, you're the, the GM of the Next Stars program. Does your phone start ringing once some of these teams find out their fate?
1: Uh yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, yeah, teams obviously are looking forward all the time about you know who's coming out of contract, what their roster's gonna look like. You see Adelaide, a team re-signed Dion uh, in recent times. They're starting to look at maybe locking some guys up. But yeah, for sure, when teams get start to get eliminated from the playoff picture, um, you know, that's when those thoughts and and conversations really start to ramp up because free agency just derives very quickly after the end of the season. So if you can get a little bit of a head start to that, it does make sense. And yeah, it's funny. It's around, it's when that happens when I I found last year and I'm finding this year that it it starts to shift in the next star space from me, me calling them to them starting to call me a little bit more. So yeah, I mean, Southeast Melbourne, they're on the bottom of the ladder right now. Joel they're, they're um, obviously want to finish the season strong but they're in roster planning mode right now as well looking towards you know who they've got what they need to try to turn this ship around and we're having some really good conversations in the next stars space they don't have a next star right now but you know I'm very confident that they will have one
0: next year they're at the table and we're having some good chat. It seems like the logical move for that roster too that uh, they can get that sort of um, injection of talent, and of course, uh, they might have a couple of teams joining them in the uh, in the roster planning basket. Uh, you might have a couple more people bringing you by the end of the weekend, Liam. And, uh, and the other thing is, of course, the free agency. So we know that that Dan is is locked away. That was sort of the first domino to fall in terms of players being being resigned. Adelaide are a team that's got some questions on that front in particular, but they're not alone. Who do you think sort of the next domino to fall in in that regard? Um, I'm looking at a couple of the key Aussie bigs. So Isaac Humphreys,
1: we've, we've been waiting to hear something out of Adelaide about a, a re-signing. It feels like those conversations have stalled somewhat. Um, you know, Isaac has really put himself in a good position to to possess some serious leverage in that regard. But if you're the 36ers, you do not want him entering free agency and being able to look around at, at other options because you'd hate to lose him. And then the other one for me is Will magnack you know, I think you know he's proven to be a really important piece. He's starting like Isaac has done, starting to prove that he can be healthy and be out there on a week-to-week basis. And he's a bit of a difference maker for that team. So important for the Jack Jumpers to get him
0: signed, re-signed, and brought back as well. A couple of a uh, couple of big potential re-signings, quite quite literally as well as figuratively for those two teams. Um, let's let's. Get into our weekend headlines. I'll kick things off, and I'll preface this by saying that I don't necessarily believe that this will happen, but I've worked in newspapers, and you do need to consider all contingencies Uh in these situations. So Courier Mail tomorrow, because I'm saving. I've got another headline that I've had written down for about four weeks, but I'm saving until next week just in case we get to that situation. Courier Mail tomorrow after Brisbane beat Adelaide to give their playoff chances a boost. It's a shot in the arm for the Bullets. <laughs> okay. Nice. I enjoyed that. Good bounce back from you,
1: Joel. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, I needed. Uh, I needed a lift. Let's be honest. My form's been very, uh, very poor of recent times. I'm going out to uh, out west. The West Australian Craig O'Donoghue's sub editor is going to have a. Um, he's going to have some fun with you know the 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 comments made last year. The semantics from the east coast about whether the Wildcats were in the playoffs, in the finals. What it what that was for them. In terms of a new streak, uh, this week after they beat Cairns, the West Australians going to run. Call
0: it what you want, Cats lock it in. Yeah, nice, nice. I think they'll, uh, I think they'll be there. And uh, they, you know, if they want to run a photo of me melting on the side of the court there at RSC Arena <laughs> on Saturday night, they're more than welcome to because I think that's uh, that's quite uh, likely to happen. It's going to be a fun environment, though. Um, Liam, enjoy your weekend. Good fun as always, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Cheers, man. Speak soon. Liam Santamaria with us on NBL Now. Enjoy your weekend of hoops. It is going to be a massive one.